Part one, identifying the telltale signs. Why is my life so difficult? One evening, my husband Dave and I were going to pick up another couple to take them out to dinner. We had only been to their home one time. It had been quite a while since that first visit. On our way there, Dave turned to me and said, I don't think I remember how to get to the house. Oh, well, I do. I promptly told him and then proceeded to give him directions. I really don't think that is the right way to go, he said. Dave, you never listened to me, I said. My tone and body language let him know that I did not appreciate his challenging me. At my persistence, Dave finally agreed to follow my directions. I told him that our friends lived in a brown house on a cul-de-sac at the end of a such and such street as we drove i gave him directions for all the turns as our car turned onto the street where i believed the house to be i noticed a bicycle lying on the sidewalk i know this is the right street i said because i remember that bicycle lying there the last time we were here we drove to the end of the street and guess what no brown house no cul-de-sac i was as wrong as wrong could be i wish i could say that this was an isolated incident i can't i created havoc in my life and my relationships for many years and was a very difficult person to get along with I was always in conflict with something or someone. I loved God, was born again, was baptized in the Holy Spirit, and had a call in my life to full-time ministry. But I was also very wounded and very angry. I grew up in a violent and angry home, and my entire childhood was filled with fear, embarrassment, and shame. My father sexually, physically, verbally, and emotionally abused me from the time I was three until I left home at 18. He never physically forced me to submit to him, but he did force me to pretend I liked what he was doing. He used anger and intimidation to control other family members and me. When I turned 18, I moved out of my parents' home while my father was always at work one day was away at work one day shortly after that i married the first young man who showed any interest in me my first husband was a manipulator a thief and a con man who was usually unemployed he once abandoned me in california with nothing but a dime and a carton of soda bottles the abuse violence lies and manipulation i endured left me feeling out of control but of course i could not admit that nor could i admit the intense rage i felt i was bitter toward life and people i presented those who had nice lives and had not endured the pain i had i did not know how to receive god's love grace and mercy or anyone else's even after i married dave i continued to do everything i could to control the people and circumstances of my life so that i would never be hurt so deeply again of course that didn't work very well all of my relationships were strained and stressful and i couldn't understand why nor could i understand why my ministry wasn't growing and being blessed despite all dave's and my efforts and prayers but as i began to grow in my relationship with the lord he began to work in my life as i studied the word and all the promises it gives us about peace i came to want that for my life and the holy spirit began to show me that strife was the cause of my problems i learned to recognize it and to resist it i now treat strife as a dangerous foe that would be bring destruction if left unconfronted like me many people are experiencing the devastation of strife but they don't recognize it as the root cause of their problems they blame others or satan and don't realize that they have the power to say yes or no to conflict and strife instead of keeping strife out they are holding up open the door to conflict at the time all the time wondering why their lives are so difficult like me many people are experiencing the devastation and strife but they don't recognize it as the root cause of their problems <laughs> Learning to recognize strife. The dictionary defines strife as fighting, heated, often violent conflict, bitter dissension, a struggle between rivals or contention. Other descriptive words that describe strife are quarrel, rivalry, wrangling, debate, provocation, and factions. 
I define strife as a bickering, arguing, heated disagreement or an angry undercurrent. The Bible has much to say about strife and contention, which are actually the same thing, and points to strife as the source of many other kinds of problems. The Apostle James wrote, For wherever there is jealousy, envy, and contention, rivalry, and self-ambition, there will also be confusion, unrest, disharmony, rebellion, and all sorts of evil and vile practices. James 3.16 And we read in Hebrews 12.14-15 Strive to live in peace with everybody and pursue that consecration and holiness without which no one will ever see the lord exercise foresight and be on the watch to look after one another to see that no one falls behind falls back from and fails to secure god's grace his unmerited favor and spiritual blessing in order that no root of resentment rancor bitterness or hatred shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment and the many become contaminated and defiled by it Strife leads to resentment, rancor, bitterness, or hatred. Left unconfronted, it destroys and devastates. It causes trouble and brings torment to church members and to church leadership, hindering God's work and contaminating many. If a deadly plague should strike a household, the Department of Health would place the household in quarantine. Public, public, place the household in quarantine public notices would announce that the house is contaminated no one would be allowed in or near the house for fear they would be contaminated and defiled also we need to be as vigilant when it comes to eliminating strife that's why it's so important to learn how to identify the symptoms of strife including pride or defensiveness bitterness hatred judgment and criticism deception and lies anger rebellion and rest fear and negativity anytime we give in to any of these feelings we open the door to strife and usher in destruction strife kills it kills the anointing the blessings of prosperity the peace and the joy strife is not just a problem between people it's often a problem within a person <clears throat> what is going on inside of you is the atmosphere inside peaceful or intense strife can and often does affect our attitude first one day i overheard a woman railing on and on about the postal system in the post office after listening to her about late mail deliveries lost packages and the cost of postage i thought this woman's anger has robbed her of peace and joy as long as she was so angry at the post office she certainly could never enjoy going to the post office even talking about it upset her strife <clears throat> often gains entrance in through a minor issue something that really doesn't make a difference for example a friend makes a passing comment about how she liked our old hairstyle better and we take offense but instead of talking about it with a friend and making peace or extending grace we choose to replay the words over and over in our minds feeding our anger and thereby ushering strife into our life we continue giving in to strife and before we know it we seem constantly enraged while strife typically gains entrance into our lives through a person that isn't always the case sometimes our conflict can be with a place several years ago i purchased a dress at a store and the dress fell apart not long afterward when i tried to return it, the salesperson refused to take it back i was very upset because it felt i was very upset because it felt it was unfair i felt it was unfair and i told everybody i talked to about this store and their poor customer service i enthusiastically discouraged anyone who would listen from going there to shop every time i passed the store while walking in the shopping mall i would begin to feel upset if anyone was with me i would repeat the story and get even more upset god began to show me that i needed to forgive that salesperson and even the dress shop for its policies that did not leave room to meet any to meet my need this was a new level of learning for the room this was a new level of learning 
for me regarding forgiveness. I knew about forgiving people, but not places. I learned that being in strife with the place is just as dangerous as being in strife with the person. The only difference is that a place has no feelings, but the effect on the person is strife. In strife is just as destructive. <clears throat> if we fail to recognize and resist strife and poisons our attitudes and begins to negatively affect all of our relationships our relationships at school work home and church what's worse is that we often have no idea when the problems even started or what to do about them this was the case for a woman who approached me after one of my meetings she told me that after hearing me preach on strife she had purchased the entire teaching album on strife and began to study of the subject she said that her family had a long history of conflict and divorces with brother mad with brother mad at brother, sister mad at sister, and children hating parents. The nights she heard me speak, God revealed to her the cause of troubled relationships that seemed to plague her and her relatives. They had failed to resist strife. Consequently, family gatherings were filled with dissension and an undercurrent of anger. She said that she didn't want to live in a state of conflict anymore so that she had listened to the tape series and learned to recognize strife and to resist it over time her life and relationships became more peaceful not only that but she also shared what she had learned with many of her relatives and they had learned to shut the door on strife and conflict as well one by one many of them were set free because they had learned the truth about the destructive nature of strife jesus said if you abide in my word you are my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth about the truth and the truth shall make you free strife often gains entrance through a minor issue something that really doesn't make a difference john 8 31 32 ning new king james version <clears throat> excuse me confronting strife embracing peace strife spreads like an infection or a highly contagious disease many become contaminated and defiled by it that's why dave and i work hard to keep it out of our home because our personalities are very different we often do not like do not think alike on issues or see things in the same way so we have learned to talk calmly through our disagreements because careful not to being careful not to let pride resentment bitterness jealousy or anger come between us when we see symptoms of strife in our relationship we immediately confront them and restore peace between us we also make a concerted effort to keep divisiveness out of joyce meyer ministries when people come to work for us we tell them we tell them during their training that we will not tolerate strife we teach them to be aware of the symptoms of strife such as judgment criticism so they will close the door to strife and learn to take their opinions to the lord or to the person responsible for their complaint not to their employees Employees, not to other employees we strain them to walk in love with our their employees being abundant in mercy and quick to overlook an offense we want our home and our ministry to be places where peace and harmony reign do you i pray that by the end of this book you will be so hungry for peace that you will do whatever you need to do to keep strife out of your life if you must strive at something strive to keep strife out be diligent i recently received a letter from a couple who had attended a meeting we hosted in florida they wrote that for the first 27 years of their married life conflict and strife characterized their relationship although they were christians who loved each other and they had never been able to have peace in their relationship they bickered argued and could not get along they knew well the truth of proverbs 17 1 better is a dry morsel with quietness than a house full of feasting with strife new king james version ironically they were involved in a counseling ministry to married couples at their church yet they themselves lived under condemnation because they could not do their lives what they were teaching others they wrote we reached a breakthrough because of 
your teaching on strife we never really knew what the problem was but now we do and because of that revelation we can live in victory strife does not have to destroy your life if you desire to walk in victory do what this couple did it's not too late learn to recognize the spirit of strife and confront it refuse to be fuel for it so that you can claim righteousness peace and joy that are rightfully yours as a child of god chapter one summary and reflection in order to experience peaceful and harmonious relationships we need to remember that victory over conflict and strife requires us to engage in a spiritual battle ephesians 6 12 says we are not wrestling with flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents but against the despotisms against the powers against the master spirit who are the world rulers of his this present darkness against the spirit forces of wickedness and the heavenly supernatural sphere one define strife in your own words two we've been in circumstances that are full of tension and conflict describe our some symptoms of strife filled home church workplace other situations three think about the relationships that you struggle with whether at home with your parents and siblings spouse and kids at school or work or at church ask god to show you where the following characteristics of strife have opened the door for specific conflict in those relationships what do you say or think that was motivated by pride were you often defensive did you insist on having the last word were you more interested in making your point than in learning god's perspective on the matter bitterness did you use phrases such as you always or you never which are symptoms of hidden bitterness hatred judgment and criticism do you assign motives and intentions to another person when it is not possible to really know another's heart did you make judgments in other ways deception and lies did you misunderstand the situation from the point person's point of view or did you form an opinion without knowing all the facts did you form opinions based on gossip did you lie or bend the truth in any way anger unrest did you say to something say or do something out of worry or anxiety fear or negativity do you say or do something out of fear or negativity or are you in strife with yourself describe how any of the above characteristics apply to your thoughts or how you see yourself five in what ways have conflict and strife brought devastation and destruction into your life six how might your life change if you're sought to heal and durable relationships are res- and resist strife lord help me recognize strife and learn to resist it help me to see the entrance of the spirit of strife long before it wreaks havoc in my own life in my home and life supply the grace to me so that i never feel the spirit of strife in my life or in the lives of others amen